So here we are, episode three of the trilogy. Well, this is, um, it's not going to be a trilogy, is it? It's going to be more than a trilogy. It'd be like a quadrilogy. Yeah, but right now it's a trilogy. At this point in time, yeah, but we can't limit ourselves when we move forward. No, because we've got to do episode one, two, and three, the backstory. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we need the prequels as well. It's Educating Matt, whoa, with Matt and Matt as your hosts, bringing you the latest news and updates on our life, everything that grinds our gears and revs us up inside. Educating Matt, it's time to start the show. So this is the um, the first trilogy I've ever been a part of, really. Well, we don't want to limit ourselves franchise-wise. We don't want to be, you know, like the Star Wars Christmas special. We don't. <laughs> we don't want to ignore that. We don't disown that. We want. We very much want any money and anything related to that to be associated with us. We know it exists. We just don't really want to talk about it. So, how are you? I'm all right. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Yeah, how's your week been? It's been okay. It's been ridiculously hot, hasn't it? It has been insanely hot. So we've we've both. Got an entire week of nothing this week planned. So um, we if you do we... want any signatures, um, signed frisbees, um, signed mugs. What else do we do? Um, what else is on our Etsy shop? Uh, cardigans. Cardigans. We could do cardigans. They're on sale at the moment. I have some of my old band CDs that we could give away. Yeah, but I can't I can't superimpose my face onto the band CD to try and... <laughs> well, you should say that, but we... we... I remember a show that I couldn't attend. No, it wasn't a show. It was like an interview I couldn't attend. So the band found someone that looked like me, and he took part in the in the, uh, interview. So he didn't speak or anything, obviously, but he had his pictures taken, and his picture was the one in the Evening Post. It wasn't me. He did actually look a lot like me. So to be honest, on short notice, they did very well to find someone that looked like me. Well, you say that, but then they've got those people that they have for lineups, police lineups. So maybe they just got some from that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> do you know those people actually are on contracts like they get paid so they go we need someone who looks like this and then an agent goes away and looks through the books and goes oh yeah, yeah now I've got someone who matches that description oh, really? and then they yeah they put them forward so it's very highly thought out that's pretty awesome well unless unfortunately they had to have the face of like a mass killer <laughs> and in which case that's not so good unless because there's no Harry Hill TV burp so they're not going to appear in that anymore like, because, like, a background character being a bit zany. <laughs> I once thought I once thought I found a member of my family on Crime Watch. <laughs> a member of your family on Crime Watch? Mm. Um, I never brought it up. What kind of crime were they committing? Oh, it was, it was only manslaughter. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's not really funny. Is it? Was it one person or was it, were there many killed? I'm not sure. What's the scale of the catastrophe? That's what I'm saying. Well, they won the 10 most wanted. That's why I've, I remember seeing them. And I went, I know yeah, that person. You're saying that, but that could be like Daz Simpson. I mean, like he had a top 40 single once, but it doesn't mean much if he didn't survive long. True. You know, like your 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 potential family member may have only been for a week and then he dropped out of the charts. And, sh- and like Fern Cotton had to go, and falling 12 places. Because <laughs> so, more important crimes have come along. <laughs> Do you want to kick off with the interesting fact? Let's kick off with the interesting Let's facts. Let's see what's going on. Okay, so very exciting day for people that are a fan of Harry Potter because this is the day in the UK that Bloomsbury released the first Harry Potter book, which is uh, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, or if you're American, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Um, 
so that's uh, that's that's a thing. It happened in 1997, and then the American version came out in 1998, not the same day, obviously. So the book we're talking about? We're talking about the book, yeah, oh, rather okay. than the... Because the first film didn't happen until 2000, did it? Yeah, I think... Yeah, it was the later one, yeah. 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 I've got... Um, I think I've got... I've dug out some interesting facts, I think, about Harry Potter, which you probably won't hear anywhere else. Go for it. Are you sure you're ready for this? Mm. I think the most interesting thing about Harry Potter and the... Uh, the Sorcerer's Stone is the front cover. Have you ever seen the front cover? I've seen our front cover, but I know it's changed a lot of times. It's yeah, a well, cartoony we, we, one. Yeah, we can cover that. So the cartoony one, the guy who did it was a guy called um, Thomas Taylor, and it was his first job he ever had. His first job was drawing the Harry Potter book. Think nice. how That's a good first job. Yeah, think about landing on your feet. Someone says, oh, I just need you to draw this um, picture for this um, book about... This, posh private wizard who lives under a staircase <laughs> it's like your first job being president or something yeah it's like going now i just need you to do um, i just need to do this uh, album cover who's it for it's for jay-z don't worry it's for jay-z <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's nothing it's no one major you know that's um, crazy it's the first one you've done. but what i like about it and i think it's failed to be acknowledged by many websites and it's driving me it's made me slightly upset actually um which is that there's an intercity 125 on the front cover is there? Yeah, the best train ever made. It was a good train. I used to have that model. Did you have a Hornby? Was it Hornby? Yes, of course it was. Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> Crikey, who do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> like the idea, you were like, no, no, I had a, a one-fifth railway, so I only had. <laughs> no, it's Hornby. It's of course it's Hornby, yeah. I never had an Intercity one. No, I did have an Intercity one to five, but it broke. Well, you, should, you should have looked after it. The weird thing is, and this is a, a side spin-off point about that train, was that train was a stopgap train. Like, literally, British Rail designed it to fill in the gap while they were making another train, and it turned out to be the most successful train they ever made. It's a beaut. Yeah, I mean, I won't go into it, because no one wants to hear about my life as a train conductor in <laughs> fantasy land. But, um, yeah. Shall I wheel back to Harry Potter? Yeah, sorry, then? go on. So there's a couple more things that are interesting. So... Another thing about Harry Potter is obviously in America they called it um, the Sorcerer's Stone, not Philosopher's Stone. Now, for a long time, I read online and several sources that said this was a religious thing, this to do philosophy, and it wasn't at all. Okay. It's much more boring than that. Schooltastic, the people who published it in America were like, no kid's going to read a book with the word philosophy in the title. Call it Sorcerer, at least it sounds cool then. And no mm. joke, J.K. Rowling agreed. <laughs> Craig, that... that. Yeah, that is uh, that's good, isn't it? There's um, there's another couple of things that um came out about it. So another thing I think is quite interesting is you know we're going back to covers in Harry Potter mm. that they did adult covers of that book because there were adults out there yeah. that wanted to read that book that were too embarrassed to have the children's copy. Yeah, I remember being. That's like, insane. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of another scenario in which that would happen. Like in which I know I do know that they are. There are limited edition Discworld ones that don't have the same covers. But that's different because Discworld isn't really aimed at young children. It's aimed at teenagers upwards. And also it's got a lot more street cred than Harry Potter. Harry Potter in the nerddom is it's very low down, isn't it? Yeah. I would say in the nerddom world. If we talk at the top of the nerddom world, like the world of just pure mathematics and insanity, um, um, board games that take 10 years to complete. Um, and they're based around like... You know, like, like trading. Monopoly. Yeah, no, 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 not like Monopoly. Game for noobs. 
Monopolies for your peasant of the board game world. Yeah. It lives in a world with uh, you're next to Cluedo and like you know. Like, I hate Cluedo. What do you hate about Cluedo? It's just such an annoying game. Like who did it? Oh, I don't know. To shoot all of them. <laughs> your objection to Cluedo is that someone's been murdered, but you don't really care who did it. Why well, it's all the time? I've gone there for my dinner. And that you know when you you're really hungry and you you can't eat because because like I don't know something's got in the way and dist- disrupted their like eating time. If someone got murdered when I, I was meant to eat at seven thirty, say, and someone's got murdered yeah. at seven, yeah, okay. Now dinner's now going to be late. I'm pissed off. Do you mean in the actual Cluedo world? That the person has been murdered and it's interrupted the fictional character's tea? Or do you mean that your tea has been interrupted by a game of Cluedo? <laughs> in the Cluedo world. In the Cluedo world. This is not what if, I was expecting. If, if, my, <laughs> if my tea was interrupted if you knew by the game coming, of... If you knew that was coming and you're out there in the listening world, in the listener world, <laughs> which is a separate world from where we are currently, well done if you went down that road before I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I was... If it was in the... If it was in the real world, I wouldn't expect to be interrupted by Cluedo because the moment I was, they would be asked to leave. <laughs> but, but in the Cluedo world, I've gone round there with, uh, what's some of the characters? Professor Green? Professor Green, yeah. yeah. I've Professor gone Plum. Professor Plum. He's invited me round for tea. But it's Reverend Green, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going through the Scarlet. She's the one of the women. Then there's the baker, and there's yeah, 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 the maid. Sorry, the maid. So I've been invited around for tea. The maid took my coat. I've gone to sit down for my seven thirty sitting, and someone's been murdered. I'm hangry. You're hangry. I joined. You think it hang- was probably me? Do you think that the hanger could have led to the murder? It could have done. But it's a contributing factor. Isn't what it? stupid? What stupid idiot kills somebody that's going to serve them dinner? It's never... The, the victim is always the same in Cluedo. You do that, right, don't you? Oh, and yeah. it's not the person who makes the tea. <laughs> <laughs> the person who makes the tea is always fine. Well, I mean, they may be doing the murder, but the point is this. <laughs> the point they're, is... They're alive. They're alive, yeah. That's you, a good point. You, you've, um, I'm glad I could correct you for people wrote in in, in droves. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. However, I still don't want to be interrupted by anyone being murdered when I have my tea. Did you ever see the film? Clue? Mm. Love that film. Yeah, it's a good film. It's a good film, isn't it? With, which, um, which which version did you see end? Oh, God. Because they changed the ending. So if you don't know about this, like they made a film version of the film Cluedo. Now, in America, it's called Clue. That's why it's called Clue. And what they did was they filmed different endings and then spliced it in at the end. So whenever you went to the cinema, you may not have seen the same ending, which gets revealed... Obviously, for other people, won't see it multiple times, but also in the DVD version, you watch the different endings one after another. I never knew that. Did you not know that? Did not know that. So who who did you think did it? Because they all did it, basically. It's the plot. I can't remember. I cannot remember that. The key piece of information I need right now, I cannot remember. Um... Tim Curry. That's the key piece of information you need. (laughs) Tim Curry was in that movie. Thanks for asking. He's amazing. He is amazing, isn't he? It. I he, love it. You love it. Mm. Do you love Muppet Treasure Island? Um, I, do you know what? I'm a big fan of the Muppets, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're not I interrupting know. my tea, are they? <laughs> they're not interrupting your tea. They, well, I don't know. If the Swedish chef made your food, he might interrupt your tea. Yeah, but you would have With these lackadaisical approach to food hygiene. <laughs> but no, that was a good film, and I can't remember which ending I saw. 
Um, but it is a good film. It is a good film. That's yeah. all I've got to say about it. I would say if you're going to watch one 80s movie, watch Clue. Clue is quite a good one to watch. I'm going to watch the alternative endings. You have to watch it. Have you got it on uh, some sort of collector's box set? No, but I can find it somewhere. Yeah, I suspect you can, you can watch it. How do we go from Harry Potter the Cluedo? I don't know. I just wandered down the path and got lost. <laughs> <laughs> Should we move on to something a bit more positive? Yeah, let's move on to something positive. Music. Okay. Music. What music what? on this day? Music on this day. Okay. Can you cast your mind back? Do, 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 do. That's the speaking music, isn't it? What's the casting? Wavy lines. Do you remember 2010? That was. Do I remember 2010? Eight years ago now, uh, at the point of recording. I remember it like a good game of Cluedo. No. <laughs> what, one that finished before tea? Absolutely. One that. <laughs> or one that one never that, happened. The one that never happened. Um, I'm shocked know, by your anger at towards Cluedo. That's a, that's I, no, I just don't I'm get gonna... it. Monopoly, I get it. I'm going to win. Uh, <laughs> Cluedo, you don't win anything. How are you going to win in Monopoly? What's your strategy? I'm really bad at Monopoly, and I've actually read about like how to win. And you've read about how to win yeah, in Monopoly. And there's you've not read really Monopoly strategy guides. There's not really. Well, not well. It wasn't like a full-on Monopoly strategy guide. It was a YouTube video. You know, it was. I'm not going to get. I'm not going to make it seem like I've spent hours in my basement thinking about um, how to win Monopoly. But what does it all start with? Which character you select from the metal tin? Well, absolutely. It's you got you got. Scotty Dog says no in no trust. <laughs> you go battleship. You go battleship, or you go home. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of that. People hear what they see, and and that counts for me Monopoly as well. So if you pick the hat, you're going to look hat. good. Yeah. If you're going to pick the dog, then you may as well just crap all over yourself. Yeah. Um, Iron, also not a good choice. Yeah, yeah. I always go for the hat. I mean business. It's a professional game. I'm going to win. So the idea is, in, from what I've read and in, from my own experience, is the same as what everyone else has got, where you just have to buy up all of them as soon as you can and hope for the best. Okay. That's, that's how you win Monopoly. So I've got an alternate tactic, which has used my mm. own brother for many, many years, which is buy all the amenities. So buy yeah. the electric company, buy the train stations, then you would chance statistically you've got something on every bit of the board that potentially someone might land on. And if someone gets it, buy it off them as quickly as possible. Yeah, which is, which is that's uh, a no, another, way of doing it. Yeah, another strategy. Involving. But the only way that works is if you land on them. You have to get lucky. You have to start buying properties that those people want in return. So if they get, say, Liverpool Street Station and you and they have two oranges and they're missing one and you've got that, get that as quickly as you can. Anything in that rank. Yeah, but Matthew, Yeah. under the rules of Monopoly, you cannot trade your cards. Right, okay. So I play... Right, I'm fascinated by this. This might blow your mind. I'm, we might have to stop the podcast at this point. Okay. I played a rule in Monopoly as a result of my brother's utter, utter, utter total obsession with how Monopoly worked. And I'm amazed. Every time I say it to people, they, their brains explode because they, they haven't read this in the rules. You do know if you land on space, you can auction it off. If oh, you yeah, don't not want that. Oh, thank God. There's people out there that have no idea that that rule is a standard <laughs> part of the game. They're like, what? No, you have to... Like, no one gets it then. I'm like... No, <laughs> I know. I know you can do that, but if you've already bought the property, then you, they can't buy that property off for you. You can, you can make them an offer. I don't think you can. You can. Mm. I'm we, sure you can make offers for other properties. We're we'll going to do stop the podcast and do a, a yeah, monopoly we game. We we'll have to cut this bit because it's going to lead to mass controversy on a huge scale. 
I believe that cool. you can trade once you've once you've bought it. As I, I believe you can actually um, trade it, but I might be wrong. Yeah, I'm sure you can trade. Play, you can trade. I'm sure you can trade it. I do. I always trade players, yeah, but I don't think you can officially do it. I think it is in the rules. It's a subselling element of the game. Because otherwise, how would anyone acquire all the things they needed, unless they were in debt or landed on a square they couldn't afford? So, um, what's grinding your gears this week? I think what's it's ch- parking what's spaces, parking tickets, everything to do with parking. What's annoying you about parking at the moment? So, you know, you find somewhere to park, you park within the lines because it tells you you have to park within the lines or else you're going to get a fine. Totally yeah. agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you, It's Monday, it's four o'clock, uh, and it says, well, that's going to cost you £2 to park there to six o'clock. Great so far. You get your ticket, you get it in the car because it, it takes your money. Um, you put your money in, you get your ticket, you put it on your car, you go away, you come back, you've got a ticket. Now, this has happened to me, but this okay. is... Now, the reason they got a ticket there is because, you know, it says you can park here between 9 and 5. Yeah. No, it says, yeah, parking time's 9 and 5, which yeah. really mean any time but the charge between 9 and 5. Yeah. So straight up, there's a bit of an issue there with, mm. with how they, they tell people. They phrase it. Of course, yeah. there's a, bit, there's a um, yellow yellow sign above that that tells you, um, yeah, yeah, that that sign below it's right but however if it's between 2 and 2.45 you can't park here at all <laughs> doesn't mention that in the other sign so it's got two completely separated signs contradicting each other and then oh yeah uh, so this is this is a, a big source of where they lose on parking fields when they get challenged so it's unclear signage or the spaces are undefined or there's quite a lot about this about um, you can challenge a lot of these where it's unclear but I totally agree with you you can't just Solve a problem by sticking another... Another sign. sign. Yeah. You can't say, you can park here between 9 and 5, um, that's absolutely fine, put your money in, we'll take your money. Oh, did you see the other sign that says you can't park here between 2 and 2.45? No, I bloody well didn't <laughs> see the other sign. Like Because I was too busy looking at that tra- sign, trying to work out if you're going to charge me or not today. And then I end up getting so confused by it all that I end up paying for a Sunday, and it takes my money, mm. when actually it doesn't even charge on the bloody Sunday. So why is it taking my money? <laughs> It should just be turned off. What's it even doing on on a Sunday? I it, it is unclear, isn't it? And also, if you got fined for that, you can be like, "Yeah, but that my fine is two quid less because I've already paid you two pounds." <laughs> that is <laughs> a very the, good point. The actual ticket that I've paid for that was turned out to be completely erroneous. <laughs> even the park, even when you get the parking ticket, the, it doesn't end there. You then, um, you know, if you pay it by this date, it's this much, this date by this much, this date by this much. Just how much you want to bloody well charge me for parking in a legal space? Um, yeah. And the worst bit, actually... I, feel so- I do feel sorry for these people. I also feel like you do have to be careful with these, because you know what they're like. It, I tell you what it's like. You know, like, if you know someone who is totally unreliable, like, insanely, ridiculously... You can invite them somewhere, but they may not come. Or if you said, I just need you to do this, and then they never did it. Or like if you had any kind of person like that, you would never trust them. And that's how I feel about those kind of parking spaces. It's like, yeah. I would reread everything twice because the way they've written it. Absolutely. I can understand. And also make their lives really difficult as well. <laughs> I can understand that if you read it properly, it, it can make sense. Yeah. But who's got the time? Because, yeah. you know. If you had the time, you would have stayed at home and got the bloody bus. Bus, You wouldn't have got a bus ticket. A bus ticket, you wouldn't have got a parking ticket. Yeah. Um, But that's not the worst bit. Well, 
that is a bad bit. But then actually, that's not the, the worst most annoying bit. bit yeah, is, is if you park there between that two and two forty-five period, which yeah. says you can't park there on a completely separate sign that has no relation to any other <laughs> sign there, then you could get towed. If you get towed, you come out of your house, your car's gone. So you don't even know you've got the parking ticket. All I know is that my car's been nicked. And um, then That's it's just true, a confusing... actually. Yeah, they're taking your car, but they've left you no warning. That yeah, it's taking... not like they've just put in its place. There's just a ticket on the floor so saying, just like, phone this yeah, number. Yeah. You've t- you can... No, that doesn't happen. You have to... You phone the police, you report your car stolen, and then eventually... They come back and say... They come back and say, oh, yeah, Bob's just phoned up from the local parking place saying you parked on the double yellow. I was like, well, Bob's taking the mick <laughs> because it wasn't a double yellow when I got there. They've just gone wrong with their paint now and just changed the floor sign. <laughs> But um, I think yeah. we have to, like, I, I do feel sorry for parking wardens to a large extent because they suffer a lot of abuse, which I don't think they need to. And I think, you know, if people can park anywhere, then it is insane. But I think the, the, the problem is, is it tips over into being a money-making exercise. And I think that's, you know, I don't want to turn this into the fucking Jeremy Vine show because I haven't got the- <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're going to release a podcast every Friday and you can check us out on Anchor, iTunes, Google Podcasts and all other leading podcast providers. Um, I think you can find us in your corner shop if you ask nicely enough. Yeah, we'll be there. I was going to say happy shopper. Is that still a thing anymore? No, it's a good way to uh, end the show. Happy shopper. Happy shopper. <laughs> it's educating Matt. Whoa, with Matt and Matt as your host. Bringing you the latest news and updates on our live. Yeah.